Today, if investing in your 401k feels a bit overwhelming, we're going to help you out. Plus, if you and your spouse have a tough time talking about finances, we have advice. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Let the equity in your home work to your advantage with an introductory rate of 1.25% with the home equity line of credit from Advantage Federal Credit Union. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. You made it. Another week. Nice job. It feels like we should pat ourselves on the back and celebrate that as an accomplishment, right? Juggling work, homeschooling, and everything else you have going on in your life. Well, we're ready for a long weekend. Okay. Today on the Radio Morning Show, our friend Erica Cummings was on with us. Great conversation, especially when we started talking about the best way to discuss money with your partner. That is a struggle for a lot of couples. So I hope this helps you guys. If you ever need any money advice, if you have a financial concern, just reach out to me, Sandy, at RochesterBuzz.com. 989 to Buzz, Spazan and Sandy. Want to be rich? That's why Erica Cummings is on with us here this morning. Hi, happy Friday. Good morning. That is a perfect intro. I love it. Good morning. Yeah, we'll keep that. Oh, right, that, that, that should be your signature intro now. <laughs> Whenever you so, walk into a room. I love it. <laughs> well, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Yes, you too. And the weather. Oh, my God. I know. It's brilliant. It's just amazing. Amazing. And they're still warning people just to keep that social distance, wear your masks, don't, don't, you know, yeah. you don't want to go back to this. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, we so are here. So Erica to- Cummings, yes. yep, is uh, on every Monday and Friday with us. She's a uh, certified financial planner at the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. Always giving out great advice, keeping us um, on top of what's going on. Because a lot of times you hear these financial news stories and you're like, uh, uh, I don't really know what that means. Right. Or how does that impact? me directly dumb it down for us please yeah yeah so (laughs) we are always encouraging you to reach out to us too if you have a money concern because a lot of people are you know oh yeah can't sleep at night because of whatever's going on financially in their house money is already stressful let alone all of this on top of it so just email me and then we'll ask erica the question and i got this great email from elizabeth just received information about signing up for my 401k through work i never understand any of this is there a way i could possibly ask erica or have her give me advice on how to invest i'd like to get this set up as soon as i can and kudos to elizabeth because this is wonderful and the earlier you start the better so i think it's great that she's reaching out and Her question is on so many people's minds because you do get overwhelmed, especially when you're starting a job and there's so many other things going on that this can very easily just get put on the back burner. So um, I'm very excited that she's doing this. It's free money, man. Well, yeah. If your company's matching, at the very, very least, you should put the amount that's necessary to get 100% of the company's match. And obviously, Mm -hmm. over time, you want to try and increase that so that you're working towards uh, the maximum that you can possibly afford. But as far as investing, it can be overwhelming. Over over the years, 401ks have become less, uh, I would say less complicated because you have less investments to choose from. But as someone who's just starting out, I would go with the simplest option and just pick what's called a target date fund, which takes most of the guesswork out of the equation. So these funds you select are based on whatever you think your retirement year might be. Hmm. And then it targets the risk tolerance to that time frame. So the fund is automatically set to an appropriate asset allocation. And going back to previous conversations that we've had, that's how much 
you should have in stocks and how much you should have in bonds and cash. Mm -hmm. So if you're younger and you plan on working for another 30 years, usually these are in five-year increments, you would pick the 2055 target date fund. And that would appropriately put the the amount that is um, should be in stocks and should be in bonds. And how about if you're older, if you're 60 and you still need to work for 30 more years? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scott may no. know somebody. I know. That I, 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 I'm asking for a friend. For a friend. Yeah. 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 In, in, in air quotes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And obviously in that case, if you are 60, mm-hmm. you may want to think about if you do really plan on working, because even though you may want to or need to, somebody may not want you there or you may have to retire for some reason. Mm-hmm. So you probably want to get a little bit more conservative. But in this case, with uh, Elizabeth, I think that doing all the research and having to read through prospectuses or look at different investments, it really can kind of derail you. So yeah. in this case, that would be the simplest way. And you can kind of just set it and forget it. It automatically rebalances. And as you get closer to that retirement date, it will become more conservative. When so, should you look at it again? Like, so, so she kicks it off and she's in her first, second, third year of, of work and she's on that target date fund and it's just automated. When should she take another peek at it to try to tweak it? So here's what I would suggest. It really depends on the balance inside the 401k and how many investment choices you have. So as I said, over time, 401ks have become less diversified in terms of what kinds of funds there are. So you used to have 401ks that had 30 and 40 different funds. And mm-hmm. in that case, you you would want to maybe look at some of the other options. So if you do have more funds to choose from and the balance is getting larger, you may be able to start to do some more research and actually do the diversification yourself. Mm. Also, if you are a little bit more of a risk taker and you don't mind volatility, you may want to add some more equity funds to that as well or pick a year that let's say you are targeted to retire in 2030, but you feel like you want to take on a little bit more risk. And there's, you know, obviously disclaimers all over this because you really should make sure that you're talking to someone. Um, At the very least, your 401k provider should be available to give you some guidance or obviously reach out to a planner. But if you want to take on more risk or on the other hand, you feel more conservative, you can always add more bond funds or add more stock funds. But when you're first starting out and that balance is really small, this is the best way to get the broadest diversification. Okay. And, you know, when you start to add in all this and when people do start to hear of, oh, I'm more in stocks and I'm more risky, that's where I feel like a lot of people abort mission. I'm going to yeah. do this wrong. I'm not going to do anything. But your advice is just just stay in the target fund. It's okay. That is a safe place. If you're going to do anything, just start there, right? Yes, because it's literally the best way to avoid blowing yeah. up your portfolio. Okay. And, and <laughs> right. Don't mistakes. you don't have to worry about all that other stuff that you're hearing the chatter you're hearing around you. Plus yeah, you're right, the 401k people, those those people who are managing it, they are there for free advice. Don't get upsold on something else. Mm. They're there for yeah. free guidance. Okay. That they're supposed to be there to, at the very least, help you get started. Yeah. You know, for some reason, the human mind loves a series of threes. And you've got yeah. the three things, uh, a webinar that's coming up. Yes. On Thursday, June 4th at 11, we are doing a webinar, a webinar called Three Steps to Financial Confidence. I like that. Three. Yeah. yeah. Three simple steps. And you can email me at Erica, E-R-I-C-A dot Cummings, C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S at R-B-C dot com. 
and we'll get you the link and uh, dial-in instructions if you want to dial oh, cool. in. cool. All right. Okay, so, so it's open know, for everybody. Yeah, and basically, you know, this has been a time where we have kind of these two different dynamics where we're feeling pressure and we're working from home and we're trying to just survive. But at the same time, we're feeling this incredible need to be productive and have mm. accomplished something during this time. And so when so much feels out of control, we're trying to guide people in a way that can help them take advantage of this extra time. So some have been organizing closets and getting kids' toys organized and just trying to do things around the house. And one item that may be at the bottom of the list, but probably is the most life-altering, is getting all those financial documents together. And this crisis has been a change and a huge transition for human beings as a whole. But we also know that we will get through this. And personally, we will have transitions in the future, whether that's a divorce or the loss of a loved one or having to help our parents as they age. And the last thing we want to do is be scrambling. So I kind of, I, I compare it to cramming for an exam. It's just not a great feeling. And there's been so many stories through all of this where people have had to make decisions over the phone because their loved ones are in the hospital and they can't visit them. They can't be there. And really, when this type of thing happens, and it will happen again in our lives, not a pandemic, but something will happen personally to you, the last thing you want to be doing is, is scrambling to try and get yeah. financial documents together or to try and find advice. You want to just be present. Mm. And, and you, you know, know what it does, too. It opens up the conversation. Like, I just think about you, Scotty. First, mm-hmm. do you know where all your paperwork is? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, second, you know, if you were to start organizing it, it probably would open up a conversation with your spouse. Because a lot of times yeah. couples have have difficulty discussing money you know if they're on opposing yeah. ends of here's it. The, here's the, I, I think a lot of people find this a problem. Not all. But when we try talking money, it just goes bad all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And I and you know, it's weird when I got married, our roles kind of reversed. I was more of the you know, the hot mess. The hot mess. But I'm not saying that hot <laughs> no, no, no. No, I can't say hot mess. But no? Okay. no, but well no, but now I'm feeling more responsible and ah. and and my wife has still got stuff going on and I'm like, you know, so the roles have actually changed. So like it would be great to be able to find out a way to break that ice to get two people together with their finances. I think a lot of people go through that. Oh, yeah. And the the best way, and this is obviously, it's a larger conversation, but when you think about all of the big decisions that you make in your life, and probably for those of us who have children, I think how to parent is probably one of the biggest decisions that we make and that we are not willing to compromise on having our opinion heard. So I don't know many parents that would say, you know what, I'm going to let the father or I'm going to let the mother make all the parenting decisions and I'm just going to follow along. Mm. You have to look at your money the same way because Mm. it truly guides every choice you have in life. Mm. And men and women are very different. Um, You know, I I don't want to say this as, you know, categorically true for everybody. No, you can stereotype. It's fine. I mean, I, I look at my husband and I, my husband, he's happy if he's got a few beers with his friends mm-hmm. and they talk sports. <laughs> and if, if he does that for the rest of his life, he's thrilled. Mm-hmm. Retirement yeah, okay. is that. <laughs> that would kill me. I need something more. And, no, 
So, so how did you do it then? How did you, t- is it because you, well, probably because you work in the financial world, but yeah. how did you get him to come to your side? Well, it wasn't more, I wasn't trying to convince him to be on my side. It was getting each other to appreciate what we both want. Mm. And, ah. and so it's really more about finding a way for both voices to be heard mm. so that your life feels fulfilled because Uh, every choice we make with our money is really about a much bigger picture. And if we only plan, like I said, if you only parented one way, you would feel as the person that didn't have the opinion, you would feel constantly not heard or mm. constantly, you know, as if you had no say in the matter and the outcome could be different. Mm. And so that's how you have to look at this. This is much bigger than just a task. This is, this is your whole life. And when you go through this process of organizing things and going through, a lot of it has to do with just taking radical responsibility for something that a lot of people are ashamed to do. And what I try to tell people is shame is optional. So you decide whether or not you want to feel shame. And as long as you are okay with saying, I'm not going to feel ashamed. I'm going to put all this out on the table. We're going to discuss this with mutual respect. And we're going to say this is our starting point, then the conversation changes as long as you go in saying, We both did nothing wrong. We both have the right to have our own opinions. But like any good decision or any good compromise, you don't both walk away having everything that you want. Yeah. Email me Thursday, June 4th. This will be the first time um, we're doing this, and we'll hope to have many more. So, um, awesome. really deserve that. What, what's the email? One more, one more time. Erica.cummings at rbc.com. Gotcha. Thanks so much. Thank yes. you, Erica. So, you have a great long weekend, and then we'll talk yeah. to you next week. Sounds wonderful. Okay. Happy Memorial Day. All right, you too. It's 99 right. Buzz, Pizano and Sandy. Good morning.